0: Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place. Like Texas, you've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1600, Money Resolutions Everyone Should Consider by ESI of Money.com, And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is a show where I read to you and to myself, frankly, from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet every single day. We're surrounded by messages of how difficult it can be to make ends meet and build wealth. So thank you for spending this time with me where we can empower ourselves to take control of our financial health. Do you have a question you'd like answered here on the show? Go ahead and send it over to finance at oldpodcast.com and you will hear from me soon. Even if your question isn't answered on a Q&A episode, I do my very best to answer every email. And now let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Money Resolutions Everyone Should Consider by ESI of ESIMoney.com. As regular readers know, I'm a New Year's resolutions guy. I set tons of resolutions each year and then develop steps to achieve them by the assigned timelines. Then I track them all in a spreadsheet I review daily. It's a bit over the top, I know, but it keeps me accountable and on track. I want to be sure I'm regularly making progress on what matters most to me. I don't meet all my goals, but I do hit many more than I would if I didn't make them a priority. Like mine, your resolutions, or goals if you prefer, will be specific to you, of course. That said, there are some money resolutions that everyone should at least consider when making plans each year. I've divided them up by E, S, and I, as well as other money categories. Here it goes. Earn. Wouldn't you like to make more money, retire earlier if you want, and enjoy your job more? That's what this set of resolutions is about. Number one, grow your career. You didn't think I'd skip this one, did you? I think you all know my take on a career by now. It's worth millions, can be made worth more with seven steps, and doing so will help you get to financial independence earlier. Even if it's just a few simple steps, everyone should consider taking some action on their careers every year because of the huge impact it can have on your financial well being. And two, Create a side hustle. I love side hustles because they give you options, like being able to retire much earlier. There's no better time to have started a side hustle than 10 years ago, but the next best time is now. So either consider some of the side hustle ideas I've suggested or create your own and get to it. In 10 years, you'll thank me. By the way, if you're having trouble coming up with an idea, check out the book Side Hustle, From Idea to Income in 27 Days. It will not only help with the idea part, but in developing the business as well. Very good book in my opinion. These are the two earn areas I think everyone should consider. Get them right and a lot of things naturally fall into place. Save. Now let's move on to saving. Here are a couple things to consider each year. Number one, get a budget. You can call it a spending plan or cash flow plan if the word budget puts you off but you must know where your money is going if you wanna save it. And the only way to really know is to track it. That's what a budget does. For those of you who haven't yet tried a budget, I would say having one was in the top five activities that helped us grow our net worth. And by the way, controlling your spending is my number one best money move anyone can make. That's another reason this suggestion makes the list. And number two, grow your savings rate. No matter what you're saving today, you should at least consider saving a bit more. Once you have a budget, go over it with a fine tooth comb to develop a list of savings opportunities. I'm not suggesting you go crazy, but my experience is that most people save way too little. That's why this makes the list. As for what to cut and what to spend on, that's your decision. Just be sure to spend intentionally where you really want to and cut the not so important spending. Invest. Moving on to investing. Here are a couple you'll want to consider. Number one, review investments. If not more frequently, you need to review your investment objectives and results annually. There's a balance of how often you should look at them. Too often, and you're prone to make stupid changes based on news events that often will torpedo results. Too infrequently, and you lose a sense of how things are going. Personally, I review my investments, which is really just a quick look at this point, once per quarter. Maybe you'll find that works for you as well, but annually is the minimum. This also gives you a chance to rebalance based on your goals. And two, consider alternative investments that support your objectives. For instance, if you're going to retire in five years, you need to arrange your investments in specific ways, which may include considering more income-producing options like real estate. I wish I had considered it earlier in my life and also wish I had bought more once I started. If nothing else, you should think about educating yourself on options, like house hacking, for instance. That's about it for investing. Otherwise, just let them sit and compound. Other. Here are a few other resolutions that should be considered. Number one, update a state plan. We're in the process of this since it's been forever since we did ours. If it's not something you've done recently, and especially if there've been major changes in your life, you should review your plan with an attorney. Number two, check insurance. There are two things on this point. A, review your insurance to be sure it does what you want it to, and B, bid out your insurance as it comes due to keep your company honest. Number three, review credit reports. Now that Equifax has shared our data across the internet, we need to be diligent and check our credit reports annually. It's true even if you've frozen your credit reports as we have, you can't be too careful these days. Number four, create a disaster file. A disaster file goes along with a good estate plan. It helps those you leave behind deal with the financial issues. And five, develop a retirement budget. This is the first step in retiring early, knowing what you will need to spend when retired. If you're decades away from retiring, then doing this is a waste of time. But if you're within 10 years of retiring or plan on hitting FI early, you really need to do this. Plus, it's a lot of fun as there's dreaming involved. So that's my list of resolutions everyone should at least consider. You just listened to the post titled Money Resolutions Everyone Should Consider by ESI of ESIMoney.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Learn how at usps.com slash advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. I really enjoy resolutions and goal tracking as well. I have quarterly goals for saving, reading, working out and building my business that I track on a goal wall in my office. When I first started doing this, I would quickly give up on the goal if I had a slip up. I tend to be a bit regimented and sometimes unrealistic in my goal setting, which can lead me to be very hard on myself. But now I just document the slip up and I give myself a grade on each goal at the end of the quarter. Can you tell I was a total nerd in school? I absolutely love good grades. So, for example, last quarter I had a goal to complete the 75 hard, and you may have heard me talk about it on this show. Well, technically, I failed the challenge. Based on my tracking, I did about 75% of the 75 hard, but I also lost 15 pounds and two and a half inches off my hips. So if that's what failure looks like, I'll take it. And now I have a record of my first attempt at this challenge that I can try to beat next time. I think when it comes to any goal or resolution, I've often been too hyper-focused on reaching the goal and not aware enough of how it's unfolding. There's a lot to learn in the unfolding that can give you clues on how you might want to revise or adjust the goal. I'm learning that progress in a promising direction is the real purpose of goal setting. So I'm working on focusing more on this rather than if I hit an arbitrary goal. That should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I'll be back tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there on the Wednesday show where optimal life awaits.